physical journey into fitness started out of the ashes of a divorce. I was mm. in a painful marriage um, and it was my second marriage. So by all intents and purposes, you could say, well, I failed once and now this was number two. I'm failing again. Mm. Um, with that came a lot of depression. I had a child from my first marriage. Um, and so I already felt like I was failing. Things were spinning mm -hmm. downward. My career, on the other hand, musically, I'm a musician, um, lifelong musician. Everything was beautiful. I was pouring into that part of my passion and that looked great on paper. <laughs> Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I am so excited about this episode. I appreciate all my guests, but it is amazing to connect uh, with people and to learn about them and especially connect on a faith level. Uh, so we have an amazing person that's really going to talk about really their journey of fitness and faith. And it's going to just be an amazing time. But before you do, you want to keep seeing amazing influencers leaders you know what you got to do you got to connect with your boy on instagram at cvmk33 and on the business page at cvmk underscore global hit me up on the website www.cvmkglobal.store where you'll get the best supplements and drip like these two i brought them out just in case you can see it for the men we got better up for the women we got glow up we got the pre-workout line bcaa the protein that's all there www.cvmkglobal.store and you know the deal. Subscribe to the YouTube page, both YouTube pages. The first one at YouTube at CV Space K, and the second one at CVMK Global Fitness. With that being said, Robin, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. You know, just you know, uh, bless. I'm, I'm I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. Um, you know, really, you know, want to just hone out uh, and 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 highlight some things. You know, sometimes when I'm contacting guests. Um, I always look for things that I, I think might connect with the audience, something that's unique, um, something that, you know, sticks and I think is, is, is very different from a lot of other things I see posted. And, you know, we belong to similar fitness groups and, you know, I like fitness. Um, I don't use it for a vanity reason. Obviously, I have the, the business course on the side, but I always try to use it as an instrument to highlight my faith, maybe even in a bit nuanced way. Right. But really seeing that you know christ is the center of this is not just for abs and biceps that there is some there is some true aim and purpose to all of this and you know came across uh your profile and a, a, a uniqueness that you know you shared this a same faith you shared the same faith and really wanted to highlight in your journey and it wasn't about getting likes and getting followers and it's okay and i'm not judging anybody who goes down this path it's for any and all right if you want to you know do this for the gram you can do this for the gram uh but if you want to really be in uh, a true leader and inspirer of those i really want to help motivate you know that's to me is what separates uh so with that being said why i mean like before you got like what really started you on your way in this fitness journey 
Oh, well, before I say any words, I just want to first just say thank you. Thank you for this platform, for giving all of us an opportunity to share our faith, share our stories. Um, we all know that testimony, the root of that is test. So any walk that you have, there's going to be a test. There are going to be potholes. There are going to be hurdles. And we're all called to continue to walk with endurance. That is what fuels my faith. So um, thank you for this opportunity to share some of my trials and, and some of my triumphs as well. I'm very grateful. Um, my fitness journey started out of a trial, really. Um, my whole life, I always grew up as a shy kid, never really focused on my outward appearance, always focused on the inward. I was blessed with parents and am blessed with parents who always emphasized our spiritual walk. Um, my dad much later than my mom. My mom was really the spiritual leader in our house. And later on, through a lot of prayer, my dad came around yeah. and that was a blessing but my physical journey into fitness started out of the ashes of a divorce i was mm. in a painful marriage um and it was my second marriage so by all intents and purposes you could say well i failed once and now this was number two i'm failing again um with that came a lot of depression i had a child from my first marriage um, and so I already felt like I was failing. Things were spinning mm -hmm. downward. My career, on the other hand, musically, I'm a musician, um, lifelong musician. Everything yeah. was beautiful. I was pouring into that part of my passion, and that looked great on paper. So a lot yeah. of times we can walk around and look like everything is well, right? But on the inside, things are crumbling, things are dying. Um, I was married to a man who was broken and struggling with alcohol addiction. And I don't say that to disparage him. I just say that to say that it was a difficult situation, that um, he was struggling with a lot of things that were coming from childhood sure. and that resulted in this habit that became perpetually worse and it started to it's a disease it really started to seep into our marriage it affected how we interacted with one another and we both just couldn't take it anymore i in particular said enough is enough mm. um, it got to a place where it became abusive and mm. i had to talk to God about that. I cried out many times. Um, but from that, without going too far down that rabbit hole, I will say that I had a talk with God and I said, I don't like how I'm feeling. Not only emotionally, spiritually, but physically. I felt the weight of that period of my life. And consequently, I gained about 100 pounds over the four years that we were married and and even prior to that when i had my child i never really you know got back into the the physical place where i was a lot of mm. times that happens of course when we just let ourselves go and then when depression and difficult times creep in you know you you kind of 
keep going down that downward spiral. And that's what was happening. And I got to a place where I was at my peak weight in my life, which I will just say was 265 pounds. For me, that was carrying too much for my frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, all right, God, enough is enough. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't have money for a, a gym. I don't, you know, I don't have any fancy plans for a diet. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to focus on my walk with you. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to actually walk. I'm going to walk with you and I'm going to walk. So I had, I said, I have sneakers. I'm going to walk with you for 20 minutes a day, Lord. <laughs> and yeah. I said, those 20 minutes, I am focusing on my spiritual walk. I, I was living in Baltimore City at the time with my ex-husband. And I would just put on my sneakers, walk through the city, 20 minutes, come home. That was the beginning of my journey. And I didn't miss a day. And I still don't believe in missing a day except to rest <laughs> in the Lord. But I I made that commitment to myself. Within three months, I dropped 30 pounds. I was eating well, uh, but I was conscious of what I was eating. So I wasn't eating everything well. The things that I knew I needed to cut, yeah. just like in our spiritual journey, you know, there are things that you have to cut out, things that need to be circumcised. So I said, all right, I don't need that extra large iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, as good as it is. I don't need that every day. Yeah. Save myself some money. So cutting out little things that just didn't need to be there in my life physically, emotionally, mentally started me on that path. It was 2013. So nine years later, here I am. I dropped a hundred pounds in four years. So it wasn't a, a fast process. My goal wasn't to, you know, be super thin or it was just Mm -hmm. to be healthy and to be focused and to turn my life around by God's grace. So that's where it is. And I'm so passionate about fitness because it's not just about physical, as you mentioned. I like that. Um, First of all, thank you for sharing that. And when, you know, when people share their stories, it takes great courage um, because it is your story. It is a unique experience that you have gone through and to share it openly opens you up for critique unfairly. So, um, but it is so salvific to be free of that weight. You mentioned something that is so true. And I think that we got to really focus on, isn't it amazing that one area of your life can be so amazing? just on fire and positive and growing and exploding. And then there's another area that is sinking and drowning and, you know, you get judged by the LinkedIn profile, <laughs> you know, you get judged by the resume, but right. you, know, you know, but the whole persona, the whole picture of you really isn't clearly understood. And, you know, it really takes the lore to, give you the words to communicate that type of frustration uh, and to have that type of dialogue so that positive resolution can occur. And I don't know why I've been on this resolution, you know, like that's like my word for today resolution. 
Um, you know, like, yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like every day I get a word that I say more than five times. And I'm just like, yeah, resolution, you know, resolution, you know. So, and I don't know if it's because I've been, you know, watching all these, you know, kind of highlights from, you know, Will and Chris. But, uh, but it's like resolution. We need a resolution, you know. So, but, but the reality is the Lord took you through a very trying time. And you mentioned, you know, it wasn't an overnight thing. Uh, four years, and I think people really have to understand that this process, it is a life journey. It's not like, uh, yes. you know, by the summer, I'll be like this. You know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You know, that's the wrong approach. Uh, but, you know, you went on this journey, um, and, you know, over the, the span of time, you transformed. Um, yes. Is there a space... And maybe maybe that's the uniqueness. Would you consider it a ministry, right? Like sometimes we don't look at fitness as a ministry. You know, yes. we come from a yeah. you know Christian background, and you know we talk about the fivefold ministry, and basically the ministry is relegated to the pulpit, and if, you know maybe a couple other sources. Uh, but if you mention fitness, is like something like totally oxymoronic, right? It's like it's like no, it's not, but it is. You know, it God is the body. So for you, right? So you have a, a story uh, that is so relatable to so many people. I mean, you talked about um, feeling like a failure. You talked about being on the second marriage. Talked about having a child from the first, and and having to not just pick up the pieces, but paint a whole new picture with the pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're in this mode. Do you feel like the Lord has gifted you with a unique ministry? Absolutely. I, I've always had a love of communication. Sure. Honestly, for me, the root of ministry is communication. And to be able to relate to people, you have to be able to listen. Um, one of the most important things about being a musician or an artist is having listening ears. I think that's essential for everyone. If I can't hear you, then I can't respond to you. If I can't respond to my environment, I can't change. So if I'm walking through life with my ears closed, my eyes closed, I'm not able to adapt. I'm not able to be of the world or in the world and function. I think that a lot of times as Christians, we tend to think that we are so far above the fray Mm -hmm. that we can't relate forgetting where we came from and where we still are. We're where still, we still are. Mary Clay. Right. <laughs> I am the first person to call myself out. I have mm-hmm. to be because if I wait for someone else to do it, I might just be getting a bunch of likes and a bunch of, you know, amens and go ahead, sister, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's great. But the Lord says that he prunes those who he loves. He will cut you if you're wrong. He'll cut you if you're right, because you cannot grow if you're not cut, if you're not pruned. So we all have to go through that process every day. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. So if we don't walk in that knowledge, that humility, or the beginner's mind, Hmm. then there's no way that we can be one with someone else. And that's the beginning of intimacy. So... If I'm not intimate with my fellow man, then why am I here? Sure. That's sure. ministry to me. It's not about standing up on stage, 
It's not about being in a pulpit. It's about how do you walk? How do you walk down the street? How do you treat people who are in your everyday life, people who are in your home? Do you see people around you? Do you hear them? Do you sit with them? That's what Jesus did. Yeah. He wasn't out there trying to be cute. He was out in the trenches with people. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Hmm. I like it. I I I think you you know you hit upon something. Uh do you see people? Um I wonder have we entered into an era where we have um a superficial understanding of loving the community, loving our brothers and sisters. Um, the Bible talks about, you know, form of godliness, but even more deeper uh, when it says that the love of many shall wax cold, mm. you know, like it, it's, it's, it almost seems like we do it for the attention of being seen, yeah. but not out of just the authenticity and the genuineness in our heart that we care about the well-being of all. Yeah. Um, and we have a very selective, <laughs> a very selective uh, care and, 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 and admonition. And it's problematic uh, because it's basically putting up one against the other. You know, I've been trying not to comment on yesterday's events in the Oscars. I, because I, first of all, I don't know the two gentlemen. I always feel like you can't really comment on something you really don't know. And then I don't know their unique situation. I only know what was seen, what was displayed, what happened on, you know, what was shown on Instagram. And I thought to myself, this is. Before you judge it, this has layers to it. And then I read a status that really kind of checked me. Uh, the status read, the reality is both men lose. <laughs> you know, and I, I was just kind of flabbergasted, you know, and I and I and I, I thought to myself, are we so tribal now, right? That even we even to the point we will hinder faith and the love of mm. Christ uh, because we want to win. Mm. Like, like fitness was never supposed to be about winning. You, you mentioned, you said you started, you were in this situation and you needed help and God walked with you. You weren't even doing it necessarily to create a sweat. You weren't looking at your Nike app watch and say, oh, I walked 3000 steps today. I must be on track. <laughs> you know, like you were just doing it. And because you were doing it as you went, the Lord started to just allow you to shed the pounds, allow you to create the body you wanted to have. Right. So, you know, but there's a lot of I got to do this because I want to win. And I think that winning initiative and aim is pride. Pride yeah. is the spirit of pride. How do you, right? How do you in this path, because you have achieved results, how do you not fall for that? That's a really tough and convicting question. Because sure. I think we all wrestle with pride. Um, we all wrestle with the desire to be seen and the desire to be acknowledged, right? Um, I think that's why a lot of these fitness groups exist because it's a platform for people to showcase their hard work. Um, for me, one way that I always check myself is by 
centering myself. Why am I doing this? Um, in addition to being a musician, I'm also a nurse. So I see a lot of suffering. I, I take care of a lot of people at their worst moments. And it's extremely humbling for me. Um, and it's a great reminder that I'm blessed that I have eyes that I can see you. I'm blessed that I have ears that I can hear. I have lungs that work. So when I look at myself, I don't just see, you know, this, this thing that I built it has nothing to do with me. I realize so easily how I can fail, how I can crumble, how I can fall. Um, I take note of those moments and I really commit them to my heart. I make it a point when I post anything um, related to fitness, I always tie it in to God because he's the one who's given me the ability to move, to breathe, to start each day. And so many times I don't even hardly have the strength, <laughs> you know, to get up, to drag myself to the gym. So who am I to sit there and say, I'm so great. I built this temple. No, I worked hard. I still work hard, but I don't have the ability to put a breath inside my body. Mm. He created me. And with every breath, I'd rather give him that glory so that he can be glorified because he's the one who made it possible. The other thing that I'll say to that effect is that I really do believe fitness is a journey in self-mastery. What's up? I'm super pumped. Just got done with another workout. It's your boy, CVMK33, connecting on Instagram and on the business page of CVMK underscore global. You know I get through it. You know I get that pump look. <laughs> Best pre-workout on the market, www.cvmkglobal.store that we do is a journey in self-mastery and to become a master of yourself you have to empty yourself you know when we're empty that's when we can be filled so i start each day really feeling like i'm empty ready to receive god's blessings i'm ready to give pour out something for someone else right but it doesn't come from me being this full cup this perfection you know i I don't have that. I don't have that. The moment I think that I'm great is when I'm the worst I can be. And I know that very well from being a musician. The moment I think I nailed this passage, that's when it's, it's, it's going to suck. <laughs> Honestly. That's absolutely correct. Self, it is self-mastery. It is a discipline. Um, it is so, ti so timeless and yet so true. I think because of the way it has been marketed, instead of it being self-mastery, it is now evolved into um, self-glory. Yes. And yeah. self-glory is not mastery. Not at all. Mastery. If, you, if you're glorified, then you've achieved everything. Right. 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 I'm not where I want to be. No, no, same here, same here. I still got to sometimes hold, hold my stomach in when I take my photos. Like, oh, no, wait, I'm not there yet, dog. I'm not there yet. A little, you know, no, but it's, but it's, it's self-mastery um, is his humility personified. Yeah. Um, and 
from this personification, we get an unfolding of a process that is uniquely not ours. Yes. And I think that's the that's the key that's missing from all of this, from fitness, uh, from, you know, just everything is that we have taken God out of mm. it and have left it up to our own imaginations. And I've gotten to a point and I, I was telling, I was telling my wife, like, you know, even I think when I started, you know, I wanted, you know, to do this, I wanted to get in shape. And then, you know, when we started the business, we started the health uh, supplement line and everything, you know, it was like, okay, I got to be this image. I got to do this thing. And I'm not saying that it didn't yield some results, but I did not feel whole in it because I felt like I was doing it for them. I was doing it for image, but I wasn't doing it for God's glory. And I'm at my happiest when I'm not being glorified, you know? So it's, it's, it's weird that like now I'm trying to figure out Jesus, how do I take this? Mm. Whatever this is Mm. in a space where they're, you know, where faith is not a thing. It's not that necessarily it's anti-faith because it's not. It's just when you think of people exercising, you don't think of that. You don't think of it in terms of spirituality, traditionally speaking. How do I take this vehicle and allow people to see you in it? And that to me is my goal. People ask me, well, what's your goal for 2022? And I'm like, my goal is more Jesus. <laughs> you know, unless me, me. So I got one more, I got one more question, Rob. You have been absolutely amazing. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're you're a musician. Um, you know, un, I unfortunately I don't possess the musical gifts. Uh, <laughs> as you know, as a musician, you know, I would say people who are musicians, uh, you know, they have a hunger and 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 a, and a thirst for this art. That you know, if it's just a hobby, <laughs> and I think it correlates to fitness, you won't get right. And that's that's the truth. Anybody that's really about it understands. Like it's a it's a hunger and a thirst. Is not a hobby, you know. Like right. if the gym closed down, when the gym closed <laughs> down, a lot of people lost it, right? Like it's because for some of us, it's a it's a it's a hunger and a thirst. Uh, so talk about that uh, just quickly. You know your your musicianship. Oh, I I definitely say it's it's about communication again. Like yeah. I I call myself a muse rather than a musician because a muse is direct connection to God. That's when we think of the Greek muses if we think of mythology and not to say not to liken god to the mythology but it's a relationship right Right. Right. so as a musician it's that desire to communicate to communicate humanity through sound so that is where the drive is in creating or cultivating your craft as a musician it's how can i work these skills to the point where I can effortlessly communicate how imperfect I am as a human. It's kind of an oxymoron, but it's the same thing with fitness for me. I'm training so that I have an ease of movement. It doesn't mean that there's perfection, but it means that I'm building something. I'm working on something. And, you know, I, most of my journey has been alone. You know, I've been walking the streets alone. That little walk turned to a shuffle and that turned to a jog. And then it, you know, became other things that I didn't think I would ever be able to do. But through the community, like social media, virtual community, I was able to meet people who I saw were struggling. 
mm. every day to sweat. You know, we think of sweat as equity, right? It's a sign that I put my nose to the grindstone and I'm working on something. I'm working on my temple, mm. working on my mind, how to focus, how to see a goal and go after it. It's the same thing with music. It's the same thing with being a mom. It's the same thing with being a friend, being a wife, a husband. You know, if you don't put that work in every day, you're going to lose it. You will lose it. So you have to be so intentional. And like you said, your word, <laughs> my word is intentional. Mm -hmm. I'm intentional about what I say, about what I do, um, about the goals that I set. Um, and the goals that I set are rather non-specific, I will say, <laughs> mm. because I don't think a lot is in my control. Um, yeah. That doesn't lessen the effort that I put into things. It just relieves me of the idea that I'm going to achieve something on my own. I know the work that I have to put in to get to some of the places that I want to get. But I'm open to say, hey, just like conversation, there's a pause, there's an exchange. I'm open to respond to whatever God's going to give me or whatever minister Cody is going to say to me. I don't have to know. Sure. So that's, that's the freedom and walking in faith. I don't know, but I trust. Hmm. That's the word for the day. I don't know, but I trust. <laughs> and, and if you, if we can master that, we'll be all the better for it. That is, it is what it is, my dear. <laughs> it is what it is. If, if I don't know, but I trust. Hey, this has been an amazing episode. Robert, where can they connect with you? Where can the people follow you and support you and, you know, get your oh, music? What can they do? Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. And I hope you have so many subscribers after this and, and before this. This this is a wonderful ministry. Thank you. And God bless you and your wife. I will say, as a footnote, um, instead of talking about Chris and Will, let's pray for them. I mean, I... I that's all we need to do, really. So um, with that, you can always connect with me on Facebook. I am Robin Faye Massey, and I'm open. I'm just like you. I don't, you know, I don't discriminate when I see someone who might just want to connect. I, I'm very communicative. Um, I'm also on IG. My handle is the little at sign at Mercy Musicians. So that's me. Awesome. Y'all connect with Robin. Hit her up on IG. Hit her up on Facebook. Uh, just amazing gift to the body of Christ. Amazing gift to the world. And if you want to keep seeing amazing content, you know what you got to do. Connect your boy on Instagram, CBMK33, and the business page, CBMK underscore global. Subscribe to the YouTube page, YouTube at CB Space K. And you know where you get the best supplements from. I'm talking about the best pre-workouts, best protein, vegan line, best BCAA, superpower, saucy, transform. You know where to get it. www.cbmkglobal. Dot store. And until next time, guys, thanks.